say something. Hey. Oh, great. You're not at a wind tunnel now. Dude, that first link, I was like, nothing. I was like, oh, it's going to do this for a second. Then I ended it, and then I don't know what happened on your end. Yeah, I was talking to you, and then the second one, you were in a wind tunnel. So. Oh. Yeah, there's that. So, this is going to be... Ready to tell them what movie we're watching? Oh, we watched... Captain America, the first Avenger. Yep, it's only taken couple months for us to make this it's all right my dumb self almost said the winter soldier because no i think of captain america i think of that movie it's great kyle's not in kyle's not hitting life right now that's fine yeah wait you didn't like the winter soldier that's not what i was said i i'm talking about the issues we just had that you don't know how to use a search bar on Netflix. Oh. Devin, I was really trying to rework the entire schedule because you didn't know how to use a search bar. Do you understand the the point of life I am right now? Yep. I want to run full force into a brick wall but I know that it won't kill me. My luck, I'm going to break through the Kool-Aid man and have to pay for a wall. Dude, that'd be dope. Do it. I don't have the money for that. I don't have enough money for therapy. Oh, man. Poor boy. Nobody loves me. I get no sympathy. Easy come, easy go. That's all the lyrics I remember. I'm going to be honest with you. Oh, man, this caffeine is pitting. That's great. I, I don't have any caffeine right now. I should probably get something. Because I haven't slept in over 72 hours. Bro, Monday night was so bad. Let me tell you something. I've been doing... I mean, I was doing so good, right? Not having any soda for like two or three weeks. You know, just drinking water, some Gatorade Zero. You know what I mean? Okay. But then Monday night, uh, my roommate wanted to ha- go eat at the pub, which is that bar, one of the local bars down here. I, I know what a pub is, Daddy. Well, that's the name of it. The pub. Then an actual bar? Yeah. And then it is a bar, not a restaurant. Well, but, well they have food, too. Like, actual, like, food. Well, it's like a bar. bar restaurant. Food, Devin. Huh? Bars have actual food, Devin. Oh, well, anyways. Anyways, he asked me to come pick him up. Because he had one too many. And I was just like, alright, bro, I got you. No, wait, he, he's going to go get food. And I was like, I'm going to get some food, too. And I just stared at a giant bottle of Coke. Right across, right, right. Like, I don't know what it was. I looked at that menu, I was like, yeah, let me get a Coke. I just destroyed that coke. Okay. Well, um, unlike like like the like Captain America, I, I typically have a very high alcohol tolerance, and I drank last night, and I don't feel it. I didn't feel it last night either. How much did y'all have? 
Uh, we, we just got a couple drinks and all caught up, but we were all tired from driving and everything. So a lot of them called it quits. I drank the most out of anybody, trying to be the life of the party. And everyone went their own ways. Now I'm just here, sad, alone. Because people keep canceling on me, Devin. Mm. You know? But did y'all have fun at the wedding? We did. Devin didn't go. I had no wingman. Well, you had kid. Yeah. Let me go with my group of introverted friends to a wedding to pick up chicks, Devin. I believe in them. We were both ready to dip after, after the Vulcan mind melting, Devin. I'm being honest. That wasn't at the end? I thought that was at the end. No, like, the reception. That that was at the ceremony. I've never seen that before, and I have studied Catholicism. I was raised Southern Baptist. Um, I went to a Methodist private Christian school. Um, dude, I study Herod's Temple for at least five years um, and I, I've studied some Judaism so this wasn't first for me um, but I have seen Star Trek so wait what's D- what's uh, Samantha's nomination is she Methodist too or Baptist I'm gonna be completely honest with you after the wedding I don't know for the wedding I was a little on the fence maybe she's either Methodist or Southern Baptist um, but yeah but her brothers liked me. Um, they, I was initiated the family after um, being interrogated about Pokemon. Um, you know, like Will does. And then I watched one of them play uh, Breath of the Wild, and they claimed me as family. And then we bonded over the fact that um, Dynamite played, and the only thing any of us could hear out of the three of us was um, we came to dig. Um, you know the Minecraft parody because we're all nerds. That sounds very lovely. Our friends in a cult. I just, I just can't process this this morning. Our friends in a cult. Yeah, I've known that for a while, but I didn't believe it till now. <sighs> Hope he doesn't drink the funny Kool Aid. I don't know what to tell you. They got the Vulcan mind melt, so maybe they're good. All right, Devin, we need to talk about the movie. <laughs> I can only, I can only see it, and I'm just like, dude, it was a weird wedding. Um, I I got this, trapped in this weird like love triangle. Um, and they're all dudes, so I'm very confused, and I don't know how I landed up here. But it seems to be that the people that are attracted to me most are gingers, and that's all I know. That's weird. It really is. Very weird. 42 hours, 72 hours. I don't remember. Um, Dude, who are you telling yesterday? My mom's not feeling good. My car. Was that a fucking antifree? I mean, effing out of podcast. You can cuss on this podcast for the last time, Devin. Thank you. Reminding you every single episode, though. 
Dude, I'm just so used to the random hour where we try to stay PG. Well, more sports too. You need to put a link in that, by the way. Yeah, dude. Dang, my darn antifreeze ran out. Mom's sick with actual COVID. Like, it's bad, bad. It's okay. I mean, it's not an cold. All right. So, the movie yeah. we watched, if you guys um, weren't able to understand from the eight minutes and 35 seconds of rambling, was the Cap- Captain America, the first Avenger, 2011. Yeah, 2011. I keep thinking it's 2012, but it's not. You want to know something, uh, something weird about the movie? I keep thinking it's 2010. Me too. 2010 or 2012. You know what I find interesting about the movie? Barack Obama? No, the Harley Davidson ads for that movie. Okay. But the fact that Harley Davidson was a sponsor for the movie, and they would do Captain America ads, because even one of the new comic books... Or, you know, one of the new comic books I bought when I got down here. There were two ads. I think I told you about it. It was a Harley Davidson Captain America promotion and a Green Lantern movie promotion. Well, you, you didn't know how the Harley Davidson kind of came about. It came about in World War II. Did it really? That's Davidson DD-618. Um, he, he was named after Lieutenant Commander Gregory C. Davison. Um, Davison actually specialized in uh, torpedo boat operations. Um, I'm, I'm looking it up. Oh, you're looking it up? Yeah, because I, I want to be sure. Because I, I do have a, a product placement thing I want to talk about, but I, I didn't notice Harley Davidson. Um, Now I know that's like a Harley Davidson. It was one because of the bike he uses, but I, I honestly forgot about it until I was like, you know, I was reading that old one of the old comic books I got, and it was just Captain America Harley Davidson ads. I was like, huh. Yeah. Um. I think that was just a shift, though. Yeah. Most of this is about Davidson DD six one eight. Um. I do know that um, in a lot of the scenes, um, you'll see uh, Cap- Captain America like when he's in like, outside of time, wearing Converse because you know Converse was actually the, what was issued for soldiers during the war. Yeah. So move around. But, uh, it was their shoes as like you know boots it was the shoe back then um, I, I didn't really notice this till I was marathon and Godzilla because there's a lot of converse in there and I was like huh I'm looking this up and, I, and then I was started watching Captain America for the podcast and I was like wait a minute but um, yeah it was a big shoe back then and it, it actually got to start in World War II um the more you know. Huh. Not just power. Uh, well, here, here's some stuff. You know, so, 
in the time frame uh, this happened, uh, they, they used the word punk in the movie. You say, you say punk? Yes. Okay. Bucky calls Steve a punk, okay? Yep. Now the, um, don't say New York, um, don't win the war till I get there. And he calls him a punk and then they hug. Yeah. Okay. So in that time period, punk would mean, was slang for a feminine man, uh, similar to sissy or twink. So Bucky basically called him a Steven. Um, so. Did you look that up or did you just know that? Which one sounds better? Which one sounds better? Yes. Are you talking about the headphones? No. Which which of the two options sounds better? You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna own it. I, I look up random things because I'm a nerd and I like learning things. I try to learn a new thing every day. I, I actually just Googled that one day to learn it when I was marathoning this I'd rather be called a punk than a twink. Well, here's the thing. Back then, that it was the same thing, basically. Ah. Like, twink didn't exist until Twinkies came about. <laughs> Twinkies. But no, um, punk, punk was also referred to the genre of music because you had guys dressing in, like, the, the, that fashion, you know? Oh, yeah, black fingernails, jean jackets, the whole nine yards. Well, I was I was thinking tight pants, makeup, um, big hair, make uh, lipstick, like kiss and all that. That they were seen as punk because they were putting on makeup and all that. But with the popularization of the music with the youth, um, punk became less associated with effeminate men and more of like hardcore metal music. You know? Yeah, you know it's funny you should say that. Did um, you ever watch the? Um... There's a Green Day documentary. It's newish. They talk about that. I haven't. I'll have to find it. It. I have to find it and send it to you. I, it might be on YouTube. It might. I think it was something Spotify had put on their YouTube channel. I'll have to find it for you because they talk about the whole. That's what they first start talking about: is the whole punk rock movement being formed in the um, '80s and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. Um. This is actually the, uh, did you know this is actually the fifth live action version of Captain America? It's the fifth? Yeah. The, uh, 1944 serial Captain America, the 1979 television movie. Captain All right, the, tele- the television movie I know is bad. They're bad. Okay, well, let me finish. The 1979 sequel to that movie, Captain America 2, Death Too Soon, and the 1990 film of Captain America. They're all very, very bad. I've seen clips of them all. I know, I have too. So, fun fact, another fun fact, John Krasinski uh, and Ryan Philippi uh, were both considered for the role. Uh, Sebastian Stan and both Chris Pratt actually auditioned for the role. Um, Krasinski's uh, wife, Emily Bunt, um, who also was up for the role of Peggy, and she was also, I, I think, also up for the role of, like, uh, Black Widow, too. But uh, she turned them down due to scheduling conflicts. And 
Black Widow she turned down. Um, I forget why. I, I think she didn't want to do it. Um, Chris, actually, Chris Evans turned this role down like three times. He didn't even audition though. Really? Yeah. And they gave him the part. Yeah. Because they I wanted mean, they they wanted him to do it. That's why. Oh, they wanted him to do. I mean, I could see. I mean, he didn't do a ter- What are you th- here? I know. I mean, I know we're kind of getting into deep. What did you think of his performance in the movie? Um, or better yet, we've watched all the movies. What do you think of his portrayal, of Captain America? I like it. Um, okay. I will say my favorite Captain America is one of my favorite Avengers, but I think the animated um, Earth Mightiest Avengers the series. I think that was my favorite because it shows the Cap like stuck in the past, like brilliant tactician. Um, you live action. Live action actually becomes difficult. Sometimes I realize that because you can't portray all aspects of the character, and you kind of get this idealistic version, you know. Yeah. But typically, I, I think he did. I don't know who I would cast, but I do think Captain America's more. certain things are different to the point where comic this is a very different I mean Bucky because obviously um, Mar- Marvel and Disney you know want to support childs cares, but uh, they combine like two um, I don't know Steve has a friend you should, like save him from scrap like Bucky did. Um, and they can combine the two for the show, and that's where you get like from schoolyard to battlegrounds. Yeah, I remember you sent me that TikTok, and I was like, huh. But no, I didn't send you that. What? What are you talking about? You sent me the TikTok about it. Um. Captain America's gay friend. Yeah, because you asked for a bunch of um, you asked where where were there ever gay people? I sent you a whole list, and you said please stop. Um, but dude, like uh, that because we were in a discussion. We were discussing how would Captain America take things in you know like in our world because you got yeah. a lot of people. Who, Okay, I'm going to get very political real quick, okay? See, this is what... Oh, well, here, go down your road. This is what I think about the movie and the performance, which surprised me, but go ahead. Um, well, you get you get a lot of people that idealistic America. Like, he, he embodies the ideal of, like, the picket white fence. He embodies the American dream. But America isn't that way. Um, he, he, he's what America should be. Steve Rogers is, yeah. Um, but hold up, I'm thinking. I had a point, but you threw me off. Oh, I'm sorry. 
Remind me real quick. Oh, we are talking about Captain America's gay friend who helped him. I got it. Him. I got it set up. All right. Before, before I lose it again. Um, so, basically, um, you, you get the ideals of America and this Captain America is kind of a fan favorite amongst certain groups. Um, do you condone these groups, Devin? Say that again? There, he he supported amongst certain groups that aren't good. Um, they're they're white, the right wing groups um, that like oh, Captain America's Christian and, and I thought he was Catholic. Shut up, real quick. Oh, okay, uh, let let me finish before you say something because I'm. It, it, it's one of those things where I'm getting into deep, deep territory and you need to watch what you say because you're going to cut in without hearing everything and it's going to sound really bad. Okay? Alright, continue. Sorry. Um, but he... He was... He, he's being supported by racists like the KKK. Um which is a bit problematic because they're kind of agreeing with this ideal of it's it's one of those things where they they're supporting something without understanding it completely because Captain America would not be for this Um, he's only had two sidekicks and the only person he's ever given the moniker to willingly um was a black man because he realized it wasn't the Captain America that people needed. Sorry, it wasn't the Captain America that the world wanted, but it's one that they needed. You know? Yeah. It was one that um, would break barriers and I guarantee you, like, I don't know about comic book wise this exactly, but if you found out about, um, and Falcon the Winter Soldier um, I forget his name um, but if you found out about the how African soldiers were treated during Vietnam um, using the super soldier serum he he would have probably go full US agent or uh, nomad much earlier uh-huh. abandoning the moniker and not taking it up until he thought it was completely necessary for the American people. At least that's what the comic book version would. I don't know. This, the MCU version is much more self-centered. Um, fighting tooth and nail for the familiar bond of his friends, which I will admit, having, um, like, from a completely, like, neutral, I'm tackling this. Uh, it does have queer coding. For that, thanks. I, I understand. That person, that thinks our friends. That's what some. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I thought you were done. Well, I, mean, I see a lot. What are you talking or am I? You you talk. Sorry. I was gonna say in the tavern scene, um, the song that's playing when. Uh, the, 
Bucky and Peggy meet is about a is let's see is a song uh, it is about a gay man who loses his crush to a dark haired girl like Peggy um, it, it's called there is a tavern in the town um, like that this movie does a good good work with undertones and a lot of okay if you change the genders of Bucky or Steve like one of them to a girl I guarantee you you would have some very romantic undertones oh yes alright Devin I'm gonna give you a chance to talk and I'm not going to interrupt you so, I'm sorry Okay, so we just went down the deep, the deep rabbit hole of Captain America's character. Listen, you, I typically get very deep on these rants, like very sociological and political. What is your take on that? So here's my thing. All right, so in the comic version, all right, this is the, this is where I'm just like Captain America, which is similar, right? So in the movie, you in the comics, he's a you know, an Irish immigrant background, right? Yes, both his parents are Irish immigrants. Um, he, he's, I think, a first-generation American. First-generation American. Because I remember in the comics, what's the name of the villain that has, like, a machine gun arm? You know how little that narrows it down. <sighs> this is going to bother me. Because it's Death a famous... Lock, I guess? Which one? Deathlock? I'm gonna say it's him. He's a big old white dude. He's got like the American flag paint on the side of his face. He's got like a machine gun arm. He's one of Captain America's villains. This is gonna bother me because he had he had the uh, he was a racist villain. He wanted to eliminate all immigrants, and you know Captain America's like, oh no, we can't do that. Was it Hitler? Wasn't Hitler, but he wasn't the guy. Was it a secret Hitler? Which is actually something that happens. I feel like it was Secret Hitler because he had blonde hair, blue eyes. No, it wasn't Secret Hitler. Um, uh, he attacked a KKK member, um, which was apparently running some type of organization, and then it was re- revealed when he punched off the, the hood that it was somehow Adolf Hitler, and obviously that didn't make sense. You know, timeline-wise, considering he was like in the 70s. Conspiracy theory, but no, in the movie, which I think they did a little, they did a little bit things differently. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I thought like this Captain America was just like, hey, like as the movie's going, he's like, hey, America, America is, you know, it's this. Yeah, you. you know? He had, he had the American ideals, like the American dream in mind, and then would you say he like as the series progressed, he, he kind of saw like the man behind the curtain like in Wizard of Oz yeah cause that was the big plot and you know the Winter Soldier yeah like Hydra was... I mean we haven't got there in this series um bad guys were there um but no I mean like I, the way they did him and the MCU he said hey I'm here for my friends and this is America see I Captain America is one of my favorites, and 
I, I enjoy him in the MCU. I really do. But I do, I'm, I can recognize the good and the bad in it. Like, I, I can understand this is a very watered-down version. Um, yeah. I, I would say so, yeah. He was watered. I'd say, yeah, because he didn't... I mean, obviously, you know, they didn't focus on, like, the big things with Captain America. But it was more like, hey, let's dump him down. Because they know... They made him a leader of the Avengers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, he... I want to kind of say he was more like a father mentor type in the comics, depending on the run. Yeah. Um, especially with Bucky. And I did find the note about uh, Bucky and the gay friend. You want me to read it? Sure. And in the comics, Bucky wasn't uh, the one to save him from scratch. Uh, he was a gay friend, uh, friend of Steve's. Bucky was originally a Boy Scout, found out Steve's identity and Steve recruited him. Obviously, the MCU didn't want to include child soldiers. Um, we will ignore Scarlet Witch, Quicksilver, Peter Parker, Wanda's kids, the Red Room, um, or the leader of the Flag Smashers. Other than that, the MCU has no child soldiers. Yeah, no sol- no soldiers, man. No child soldiers, man. That's where we cross the line. None at all. Not a single one. Not a we can't even have a drummer boy. Listen, we don't even have the X-Men. So they're good on child soldiers. <laughs> yeah, that X-Men everybody wants, not coming yet. Can't do it. Can't cross that line. The reason is we're waiting for them to mature. Uh, hey, that would be kind of cool. I hope they do take that route for the X-Men movie. Put them in an egg incubator waiting for them to get... Oh, you're 18 now. Let's go fight a war. No, man. Kind of... Um, I'm trying to think. How do I word this? So, you know how in Spider-Man they just skipped uh, his Uncle Arda being shot and he learned great power comes great responsibility? Yeah. i rather what they do with the X-Men. i rather they, like, age them up a little bit. Like, hey, we've already been doing this. Like under the radar okay we're gonna take a commercial break real quick because i just realized we're at 30 minutes okay all right but and we ain't even talked about the move now i'm gonna need you to do me a favor and i, I need you to hold on to that thought because i have thoughts oh about the x-men yes I, I i've been thinking about how they could redo the entire mcu all right we'll go down there right after the break Sorry. I, I, the way to introduce them is they start out with um, older mutants like Logan or Wolverine, um, Magneto, you know, back, back plot stuff. Have, do like a secret invasion thing where they're like, they're on shield radar, but it's super, super like close to the chest. Like four people know about it that close um and then they do that whole shebang and then you have like exposition like the x-men have been going the entire time but you guys did that's what they've been like secret spy soldier stuff going on like in the background like they're stopping world changing events and you you didn't know it that's what I said I said they I said just start 
I, I ride take that route. I mean, we kind of, you know what I mean? Kind of how they did Spider-Man. You know, they're kind of like, all right, you know, he's he's been doing it. You know, we've already made two versions of him, so we're not going to give you a third. Yeah, they're still killing off Batman's parents. And Uncle Ben's suitcase is right here in the corner. Not anymore. Wait, what happened to the suitcase? That's a story for another movie. Um, but here, here's a fun fact for you, Devin, about the movie. Uh, they wanted to get cameos of Lucky James, a.k.a. Wolverine and Magneto, but they couldn't get the rights. Um, so Lucky James was actually originally in the Howling Commando. And then they just thought he was very lucky because he could did never got shot. Or he never, if he did, like he was somehow protected by God. Like that's how they saw Wolverine. Because, you know... This man's getting shot at, like, running full force into, like, gunfire. Just got bullet holes in his clothes. They're like, huh, this man's really lucky. Yeah, anyways, X-Men Origin Wolverine, that's like when they're in World War II, and they do the... What battle scene was the famous one where they get on the beach? Was it D-Day? Yeah. Yeah, he's got him running through D-Day and Sabretooth on all fours, just leaping over the fence, getting shot up by machine guns. I'm just like... Dude, I, w- I loved that when that came out. I'm going to be honest with you. I was like, this... I, I, Sabretooth was one of the coolest villains to me because it was like, animals. He's a lot like an animal. He's very primal and all this. And I was like, that that is really cool. Because I always liked animal-based villains because I, I was a huge ecology nerd. Yeah. That's all right. We'll talk. We'll talk about... <laughs> I'm sure we'll get the X-Men. Uh, we'll get to that eventually. Um, we will need all the prayers um, and... Anything else you guys can throw at us, like good vibes, because we will need it to get through that movie. I mean, that movie, that movie's, it's got its good and it's bad. It's got, it starts out really good, and then you start going downhill, and you don't slow down. For real, it's like a roller coaster. You go up, 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 and then fuck. You plummet so hard, you can see Aquaman. Dude, speaking of which, did DC fandom already come out? Because I was seeing stuff about a new Aquaman cartoon. I don't know. Um, But I do know that Namor is in the works for possibly Black Panther, but I don't know. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. All right, so... um, Anyways. did Did you know they had four shields for this movie? Yeah, the prototype is... Wait, wait, hold up. It's the stage one? The prototype. And the one he actually uses. Which one's the fourth one? Are you going to say trash can? I I was actually going to talk about the, the, the circular one. Um, they used four different prop ones for the movie. Okay. They used a metal one, a fiberglass one for like... And a rubber one, the, the fiberglass and rubber ones were for stunts mainly and stuff like that. And then the CGI one was used for like special effects. Um, but the metal one was mainly used for like posing scenes and stuff like that. Uh huh. So you know how I like to talk about stuff behind the scenes, like making it. Bro, I'm starting thinking in the movie. I'm like, well, there's the classic shield, there's the prototype shield. Dude, do you really want to get that? How many shields? bunch on that table I know he did he said he goes Captain America 
We like your shield, but it's trash. Pick one out this table. Well, it had a giant, like, fist in it, like you were trying to fight a wall. He said, your shield? Gone. Pick one off this table. And he, Steve just looks at him. He's like, what about this one covered up in this bag? No, no, no. That's no good. It's a prototype made of the hardest metal on the planet. It's not ready. I just put some paint on it. It'll be fine. I want to know what paint they used. Wait, can uh, vibranium not stick to paint? Well, here's the thing. It, it's a vibranium shield, but no matter what, that sh- that paint job is still sticking up pretty well for all that wear and tear, you know? Oh, yeah, that is one cool... Th- Dude, that is right. That is one big thing about the movie. The shield does get damaged throughout the movie. No, it doesn't get damaged. The paint does. But That's what I mean, the, the paint. paint barely gets a scratch because it's the American colors. And we don't want to explain why it's not getting wear and tear that much, but... See, we, we had a little wear and tear here. Stop it's asking still, questions. Gosh. It's it's accurate. It's accurate. It's comic book accurate. Well, actually, it'd be an alloy of uh, vibranium and adamantium if it was comic book accurate. Yeah. But you so, know what Marvel Studios, they were still trying to figure it out back then. Well, they didn't have the rights for adamantium back then. Really? Oh, yeah, because yeah. Fox. Well, yeah, they also didn't have the rights to, like, make a cameo of Wolverine, Wolverine, like, charging on D-Day. And then they didn't have the rights to just have a small boy move, like, metal objects in the background in a concentration camp. Nope, can't have that. All ours. But, um, something I loved about this movie, so apparently Chris Evans and Sebastian Stan are, are actually both the same height. And they use the camera tricks. You know how I like talking about camera tricks. Um, um, they use camera tricks to make Evans appear bigger um, and have a bigger physique and and double teamed, like like they did in double teams. But they they did it much better, and they didn't have him just stand in boxes. God, I don't ever want to talk about double team. There's two movies on this podcast I don't want to talk about. You know that that's coming out the day we're filming this, right? Double team. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was art. Okay. I thought it was already out. Yeah, it is. It came out today. Cool beans. Remember we filmed in advance because your your football schedule? Nah, that's right. It's All like right, a yeah. random hour. I'm like, we ain't filmed a while in a random hour. Kyle. You're like, I'm just like, Kyle, we ain't filmed in a while. You're like, dude, we filmed like 20 episodes. Yeah, He's remember, remember when I kept making you film episodes with me and you kept complaining? Now we don't have to film them because we've saved up in advanced, like mature adults. Oh, I thought we were trying to do more. I'm just like... We we are. We're doing once a month for the random hour, um, which also posted today. Um, and I was surprised to find two two listeners that have already watched it before 7 a.m. Which, um, which episode is it? Nerdtastic Travaganza. I need to go listen to that one. Yeah, you're not in it because you refused to film with me. I'm still going to listen to it. So I I did a bunch of tests online without you because we couldn't do the original scripts. But okay, anyways. Back to the movie. 
Yeah, we were gonna do. I forget. We were either doing riddles or we were doing Would You Rather, the originally. But you, you got too angry, so I just left and went home. Back to the movie. The、um, floating car. Would you like to guess the tech? Stark tech. Well,、uh, that was on me.、Uh, the bar was on the floor. <laughs> It's like that meme. Name three characters from Rick and Morty. Mom, dad, sister. That's on me, man. I set the bar way too low. Um, but no, it, it's actually early stages of arc reactor tech to yeah, use to use to make the car float. Really? Yes. But not. That was on me. He said that was on me. I set the bar a little too low. Expected more. Um, but uh. I, I would like to proclaim, as as a nerd myself, okay. All right. Bucky Barnes is a nerd. How so? The last night in New York, and he goes to a science fair. I think they all want to go to a science fair. Well, yeah, but he he got super excited about seeing tech. Um, and like the way his face looks in scenes. It's very obvious, like he's having much more fun than it, both the girls he's with and and Steve. This man's geeking out, my guy. Like I was watching facial expressions to the set. I I remember seeing a TikTok about it, and I was like, I'm gonna rewatch this for this podcast anyway, so I might as well pay attention to this.、And、I was like, Oh my goodness, this guy's a geek. This man's nerding out, and I'm like, I can't say anything because I do. Um. I just haven't found anyone to drag to to museums in a while, and I'm too scared to go to museums because of of a pandemic. But man,、um, just just a heads up from my experience: don't take girls to museums. What if it's a really nerdy girl? It hasn't worked for me yet. Thanks, Kyle. I'm gonna write that. They don't a, care about rocket science as much as you think. I'm gonna, I'm gonna write that down. Do not take Megan to museums. Okay. Good. 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 As long as I can help you there. Um. Oh, did I tell her she got a brand new car? Uh, no. Guess how much? Yeah, she got a brand new car. Brand new, brand new. Guess how much her down payment is? An arm. That's a good value. Yeah. Hold up. Can, I, I have people in the black market. Give me a minute.、I'm、texting a guy. You're texting a guy. Yeah. That's that. That's a good value. So about four thousand eight hundred and sixty-one. I mean, she'll pay that much up front eventually, but no, it's like five hundred dollars a month. That's her down payment. Yeah, that's that's a little high. I mean, Kelsey pays about three hundred and fifty. Is her car like a twenty twenty one though? No. Yeah, no. Megan's is a twenty twenty one Nissan something. It's an SUV van, and she apparently got a good deal because she traded in her Jeep. 
like that Jeep. I want to get a Jeep. They're not good on gas, I'll tell you that much. But no, they're good to travel vehicles. Your right, your uh, ring finger is worth uh, $5,556. Oh, great. So if I'm desperate, I'll sell my finger. Your thumb's 18217 You know, maybe I don't need my thumb. And Dex finger is 12724 But no, anyway, back to the movie. See, Steve, I think Steve would have loved like that stuff. But, you know, he was, they were, more, they were um, focusing on his character. He just wanted, you know, be a soldier, beat up bullies. Well, he wanted to do the right thing, like do the American thing. Like, he didn't think what was right being to the Jews was right. Um... Do you know what kind of makes me mad about the movie, though? What makes you mad about the movie? And it's not just this movie. It's World War II movies, okay? Uh-huh. And we we were probably going to get a lot of hate for what I'm about to say. Just a heads up. Oh, Lord. All right. But a lot of, a lot of how um, Germany modeled a lot of stuff after us. Like, Nazi Germany modeled a lot of stuff after us. And... Like, um, we're a very Christian uh, country, and at the time of this, we were, we were very segregated, not just of people of color, but of religion. Um, Jewish people were being denied jobs left and right. Um, you, you, he, he was very impressed how we segregated the Jewish people, and so he did a lot. Not to mention the whole, like, Hitler salute is actually how we salute the flag in America. No. Yes. No, you gotta show me some evidence of that. Ho, ho, ho. You know, I have, um, but it seems like every two years you forget what I tell you. I'm gonna have to relook through, through some old stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyways, continue. But. Oh man, uh, hold on. The um, the arm, hand, foot, shoulder cost is about nineteen thousand four hundred sixty-four and twenty-six cents on the black market. My bad. You're good. We already went on eight-minute rants. I think we're okay to go off the topic here for a minute. Okay, but um, a, lo- a lot of it was modeled after how Jews were treated in in America, and I wish more movies would highlight that because yeah we've come a long way in the civil rights movement um but it doesn't mean we don't have a lot more to go but we we kind of need to acknowledge what we went through and that we weren't always the best like um you 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 can still like claim yourself to be proud to be american you you kind of still need to like acknowledge that yeah we we've done some messed up things it we we have room for improvement but let's hope for this captain america like hope for a better america and push forwards for it um i i wish there was more world war ii movies that highlighted a lot of the problematic stuff yeah. I think a lot of it would get brushed under the rug. Um, I, I, you know, I listen to a lot of history podcasts about like 
World War II. Oh my goodness, I'm a dad. I've listened to a lot of podcasts about like the Holocaust and all that because you know I like learning things, and a lot of them talk about that, but I've never seen a movie talk about it. Like Marvel was started as like a mainly Jewish company because they were being denied work everywhere else,、um, and that's that's kind of how Stanley and them got them their start. Because they couldn't get jobs, and then we've come so far. Like even Superman was modeled after Jewish people.、Um, I must say, his creators were Jewish. Yeah, like the, the the whole like Jewish girl, the blue eyes, all that was Wait, modeled. In the comics, I know this is like random. In the comics, is Superman Jewish or is he Christian, or does it they all stay? I I don't think it matters, Devin. But.、Oh. He he was modeled to be Jewish, surrounded by Christians. Okay. Ah,、uh, alright, following.、Um, which is why he, him being black would be similar in part because we've come to the point in our nation where white's white, you know. Yeah.、Where、media is surrounded by Jewish people, and we're starting to do that with、uh, gay people, to where it's becoming more acceptable and they're being less. Beaten and torn down and discriminated against. There's there's still a lot of it, but they're being less. And the movies and media do have a lot to do with that because they get them in the public eye. And once you get them in the public eye, you it becomes more commonplace and it becomes more accepted and less discrimination. They have something to relate to. You know,、like、yeah. That, that that was the whole point of Superman being Jewish,、um, realizing that there's a marginalized group with all this power, and instead of hurting people, you help people. That's that's like the whole point of the X Men. That's that was the whole point of Superman.、Um, and I I think we lose sight in the fact that. At the end of the day, we're humans, and a lot of these, like, at, at these end of these big fantastical battles, things, we're, we're humans. At the end of this,、um, coming out of this, these scraps,、um, with with these like life-altering, like, death-defying, like, horrible events in these superhero movies, they're humans. Like, I I like how. I like characters like Ant Man, Guardians of the Galaxy, and、uh, the Suicide Squad. They're highlighting on, yeah, these aren't perfect people. They've they've got a lot of issues, but oh yeah, that's like I think Marvel,、uh, the last new int- their last、um, Ant Man's a good example. That's I mean Ant Man's the one that I'm glad you said Ant Man. That's like I think they kind of, especially Marvel, they show、um, which I I remember.、Um, There was a documentary I watched about that. Actually, the um, it's on Disney Plus. What's it called? Um, it's, a, it's that Marvel one. I think it's Marvel Six One Six. And they talk about how they were like, "Why、well, is a comic company?" You know, back then DC and all them, they were like, "Oh, your main character's Mister All American. He's perfect." So、yeah. we purposely designed our heroes with flaws. And the MCU did good with showing, you know, Iron Man's alcoholism. Or, you know, he makes mistakes. 
Ant-Man's another good one. Like, oh, he's not perfect. He was a thief. You know, you know what I noticed with watching all of like uh, Captain America's movies? What's up? He gets the shit kicked out of him. Yeah, way too much. You you get to see him like him kicked in the chest, like panting for breath, like fuck. I've got to get back up because somebody has to keep fighting for what's right. Like that that's what motivates him at the end of the day. But oh yeah, I, he's got he's got good motivation. Even in the uh, first Avenger, he was just like. He's like, bro, I got to keep America safe. Like, uh, the, uh, I think we talked about this with Suicide Squad. I forget what, which I, I know we've talked about on this podcast. And I know we've definitely talked about this on the random hour. The X-Men, like, we, we're both big X-Men fans. Um, but the X-Men do a good job at clear, uh, white-coding minorities. Okay? Uh-huh. And then later introducing more, like, international minorities. Um... He, the, the way the X Men are set up is, you get like, oh yeah, they're they're like me, but they got powers. We and did they, talk about some random hour. I forget which episode. I remember. I think it was Suicide Squad, but that's not important. But it's like, yeah, yeah here's people like you. Boom, orange shoes. They don't have rights because they're weird. And I was, and as a kid with ADHD, like freaking geeking out over monster movies and dinosaurs, I'm like. I relate to this and the the I was not blind to like the whole human rights situation going on in the background I'm like man this this is pretty political and I'm like five and I'm like I I'm realizing there's similarities between stuff that my mom and dad are watching the news and this and I think I think it was the gay rights thing going on um, when I was like early 2000s you know like like I, I'm sitting there playing with my toys and I'm like overhearing it thinking about the accident um and I'm like that's a lot of the similar issues that's a lot of similar issues with um the civil rights movement and we we got a very whitewashed version of that down in the south when we were educated and I did a lot of research because I, I was a huge X-Men fan and I wanted to know more about it because I I understood there was political issues and I, I understood there was stuff going on in the world that related to this, but I didn't understand how yet. And so I did a lot of digging and I wanted to understand it. And I realized that a lot of this is mirroring our worlds and they were trying to, you know, like get you to sympathize with these people that are, have it worse than us. That's like in that documentary. I think it's called 616 on Disney+. Plus. You gotta watch it. That was the whole point of the X-Men was to show minorities in the MCU. Or yeah, not, yeah. you know what I mean, in the comics. To show people. <sighs> marginalized groups. Yeah, marginalized. Thank you. That's the word I'm looking for. And even Stan Lee, I, I can't remember. Actually, right before Stan Lee passed away, he posted something on his Twitter or, you know, all his social media platforms because, yeah, it was during the whole, um, you know, racial thing, you know, about two or three years ago. Mm-hmm. And he goes, yeah, Captain America, for an example, because that's right, one of those radical groups were like, Captain America wouldn't stand for this, and Stan Lee just lost it. Uh, the gay, was it the gay thing or the black? 
It was the black. It was the black. It was them. Um, it was that. It was that. It was uh one of those sprint extreme racist groups. Yeah. That were that, that's what it was because they were always carrying around Captain America shields and one guy well, had a poster. Well, I I know. I know he had a, they were having similar issues with Punisher. I think we've also talked about that, where he kills people and then cops and military have that skull like plastered all over the place like yeah we're big fans and then they're like no you shouldn't be he's taking the law into his own hands and killing people and then they even wrote it into the comics to make it abundantly clear but in 2020 and 2021 I'm gonna be honest with you those that skull is plastered everywhere and it's you know that tiktok trend of i understood the assignment yeah they they did not (laughs) they did not like i got the assignment with the x-men but whoever gave the reading for the punisher i can tell you the rest of the class didn't read (laughs) they didn't read the punisher (laughs) that's a good uh, one we're gonna bring up I got like three more points and we should probably start wrapping up and talk about the other stuff yeah no you're good but he said a similar thing with with uh, Captain Cold not Captain Cold yes Captain Cold in the Marvel Universe Devin you're, you're familiar with that aren't you dude I missed that part of the movie oh okay but um, no Iceman Iceman came out as gay um, and he was confronted about it and he goes look I wrote that character a long time ago. And if I find something new out about that character, I'm happy. That's good. If it can relate to something that can help people today, that's what's important. And he he basically shut down a bunch of homophobes. Yeah, that's like I remember reading I don't know if, No, I don't have that. I didn't have that issue with the X-Men, but I remember um, I'm it was sure. when, we, we, were in Hazel. we were in Hazel when we found out, and I remember us talking about it, and you you didn't, I'm, I'm not going to throw you under the bus here, but I am going to explain some stuff. You you didn't understand why they would do that, like, because he was historically, like, straight, like, he was a ladies' man, and understandably, you were a bit confused, and... That's what I'm saying, yeah, any, yeah, go ahead. But I, I brought up, you were like... Well, what what if that turns people gay? Because you know we're both at a Christian university. Um, we, I only knew as much as I did because of all the extra research I was doing. Hey, bro. <laughs> well, I was, I was watching something yesterday. It was something dumb on um TikTok. Oh, it was something dumb on TikTok while we were waiting at the mechanic, and I showed my dad because my dad thought it was funny. It was the guy and a girl. It was trying to shut. They were trying to. It was like, shut. How to shut down homophobes? Yeah. And, and it was like the straight country dad. Don't go near that girl, Jenny. You'll catch the gay. And the daughter goes, Dad, you, that's not how it works. You can't catch the gay. And he's like, What? It was something crazy. You made me think of that TikTok. It was. Okay. It was. It was talking about how you shouldn't homophobe people, but it was a little funny. I gotta find it. Uh, but basically how Devin's you didn't come from like a very like well educated area correct 
If I wouldn't say Carolyn's like extremely educated. But uh, you, a lot of the resources was like, oh, they can turn you gay, you know. Uh, and I brought up the subject of like, yeah, I don't think black people should be immediate. Kids turn black. And you were like, that that's not how that, that works, Kyle. And I was like, you don't say. And you were like, oh. And we, we ended up talking about that for like a good 30 minutes. Um, and then, like, I think we both came to the conclusion that diversity should probably be in medium because it helps people that don't typically get representation. Um, like, I... I didn't see an ADHD character until I was 23, um, which is which is a couple years back. Um, and Devin, had, I, I I know you don't like talking about this, but you have CP. Have you ever seen a character in media with CP? Uh, the Shazam movie is the one I can think of. That is true, because. A lot of the times we don't get a lot of representation that is positive when it comes to stuff like that. Like a lot of the times with, I know with ADHD especially, a lot of times disabilities get used. Oh, you're only useful. You're only, the only time something like this is good if it's, if it's useful. Um, like if, if you can help people, that's the only time this is, this is good. And I wasn't raised the best, and a lot of those tones came into play. Um, so a lot of that came to me, and then you know how I'm like binge watching um, Teen Wolf, Devin, right? Yeah. I'm gonna be honest with you that that is some of the better ADHD representation that I've ever seen. Oh, side note, I don't know if you've logged into my Hulu. I've started watching. Sword Art Online 2. Didn't you already do that? Um, I finished only the first series. I was like, I need to start on 2. But then I got distracted by other stuff. And then I was like, I'm going to put it in the back burner. Okay. Um, But I've got three more notes. I feel like we should kind of change tracks back to Captain America. Yeah, I'm sorry. So, fun fact. Stanley Tucci, the guy that played the, in the, the scientist... Would you like to guess why he wanted to be in this movie? America. He's the German scientist, Evan. Again, he loved America. No, why do you want to be in it? I have no clue. Um, well, this is actually a fun reason. Completely honest with you, this is something I would do. Uh, Stanley Tucci wanted to join the film because he wanted to work on his German accent. That's not a weird flex, but okay. He's just like, I, I, I just want to learn his skill, you know? Um, fun fact, uh, Steve's body double also appeared, you know, the, the one that he used before the Super Soldier Serum. He actually appears in the bar scene uh, as the bartender. Yo, see, that to me is the coolest thing about cinema these days, that we can do that. Yeah, but looking back at it, I with, with like, watching this before Avengers Endgame and then after... I was like, this is not as good as I remember. Like, it was good at the time. But looking back after what we've seen in the MCU so far, it's like a funhouse mirror, you know? Yeah. 
Well, that's like, um, that's why I'm starting. I had, that's why I was telling you we need to watch Daredevil and just laugh at the bad. Like, well, I'm sorry. I think the we schedule, but we also got to get through um, a bunch of stuff on Netflix, but somebody keeps forgetting their computer. No, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, we need to make that comparison of how lucky, like, these new Marvel fans have it versus OGs. Yeah. That can just sit through the bad. Okay, Devin, I got one more fun fact for you. All right. The first Captain America comic appears in the film is Captain America number one, which came out in 1941. Yep. All right, Devin, that's all the notes I have. You you know I remember that's what I that's what I brought. You remember oral communication? That's what I brought in for our first project. I thought you brought in. Oh no, I'm 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 very sorry. I do remember that now. I was thinking you brought in the Mario poster and then you ended up giving it to me. You're right. Did I buy right. a Mario poster? I thought I told you. Did I buy you it? No, I I think I bought it and I talked about video games. That may be what it was. Is that what we did? That may have been what we did. Um, but, Devin, I'm going to go have, ahead and have us rate this movie, okay? All right. So, we rated... What did we rate Captain Marvel? I know we rated it high. I want to say it was like an 18 out of 20. I don't remember. But uh, what are you rating this film? Um, you know, I actually enjoyed this movie. You know, I thought it was pretty good in the theaters. You know, it's one of those movies where I could just watch it a bunch of times and I get bored. I like, you know, I like the Captain America movies as a whole because you just watch his character progress. So, like, it's it's a good starting point movie. So I'm going to give it a... The only thing I don't like... And this is just me being picky because I thought it was just straight out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Was the romance between him and Peggy? I thought it was like just straight out of nowhere. See that—that's why I felt like if you if you could swap out Bucky for like a girl or Steve for a girl, uh, just swapped out one of them, like gender swapped one. I'm fairly certain it'd be written as a romantic movie between the two of them. Uh, I'm trying to think. Was there anything else I really hated? Um. Red Skull was pretty good. The the whole point with the tech arrest was pretty good. I enjoyed the his side, the side characters. The um, what were they called again? Howling Commandos. Howling Commandos. I've enjoyed them. I enjoyed the costume. Like I I enjoyed the part where he went from being a sideshow to oh being a legit soldier. Yeah. Um, my only complaint is. I thought the romance was just it just formed out of nowhere yeah romance was a really big thing for me in this movie I kind of forgot I always forget there's a romantic plot in this movie I'm gonna be honest with you mostly it's kind of sh- carpenter underneath the rug but I did enjoy the fight scenes especially how he threw his shield a lot remember he's in the hall he's like damn I'm cornered oh wait I have a shield just chunks that sucker ding, 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 ding. just knocks out like five dudes yeah I thought that was funny so what what you, what you thinking about giving this? Um, I you know I'm gonna give it a perfect ten because I'm not gonna take a whole lot away from the romance. That's just my only complaint. But it's not a I don't think it deserves to be a low score because of one little small subplot. Wait, would you say it's like a nine point five then? Yeah, let's go with nine point five. Because you do remember we can give half points, right? Oh yeah, let's do nine point five. Um, so. I, I really like this movie. It's one of my comfort movies in the MCU, honestly. Um, 
the the things I don't like about this movie, um, I liked how it highlighted he was a tactician and they kind of like slowly forget about that because the super soldier serum enhances his abilities. Um, not just like his body, but his mind as well, which is why it was so important that he he be a good person. Um, so I, I really like that. Um, the, I, the Howling Commandos things is a tricky subject for me because I have a stupid like hill I'm gonna die on. Okay, the, of the Howling Commandos, I wanted their own movie with like Nick Fury, like the original, and then we, like we find out like the Samuel L. Jackson one is the son of you know uh, of the original one and i want like the whole like tropic thunder thing going on with that that'd be pretty cool like i i, I really want because i remember reading a couple comics because i think those were some of the first like 20 like x-men howling commandos and i think fantastic four were one some of the first uh, Marvel comics that I really got in contact with and then I take that back Thor, throw Thor in there because Thor was also in there but it was I only had like one comic of him two two comics um, uh, with the Warriors 3 but I'm gonna give this I want to give this like a 8 I can't really fault it for things I want that it didn't deliver on but um I, I really do like this movie and like I, lo- looking back I, I have been spoiled with like some of the slideshow stuff but I kind of want to give it like an 8 or a 9.5 I think I'm going to give it a 9.5 Devin alright so we're both on the same page yeah so that rounds it up to a 19 wait am I right 9 plus 9 is 18 with 10, 0. Now that makes it a perfect 20. I'm going to let you. I'm... Devin, I'm, I need you to keep doing math real quick. Hold up. I'm like, this ain't right. And I'm going to have you, you know. I'm an idiot. That makes it 19. Very good. I'm sorry. I was having a dumb moment. I was like, "That's not true." The math, tu- the old math tutor in me is just like you know, screaming on the inside. All right, Devin, I'm gonna have us go ahead and tell them that next Sunday we're gonna be watching Hocus Pocus. Okay. Okay. And we're gonna start a new segment. Um, you guys are more than willing to jump off the bandwagon here. We will be talking about what if in the next segment. Um, feel free if you don't want to, if you haven't started the series yet. We're talking about like the first episodes. Yep, that's all that's released, right? Yeah, um, as, as we're recording this, more will come out. Because um, I think there's like 18 episodes total. Um, but we are going to be talking about that in the next segment. So feel free to jump off here. You you've got the ratings. You've got you've got what movie we're gonna be watching next. So you you guys got all you need to just leave this segment, this episode here if you need to, and you maybe come back uh, or just keep keep on trucking. All right.
You've been warned. Spoilers ahead. On to what if. All right, Devin. So first episode was Captain Captain Carter. Captain Carter, that's right. Um, what'd you think of this episode? Um, I enjoyed it actually. I that, to me it was a good opening to the series because that's a big what if. I I think we're both big fans of what if or of Captain America, so I think like this really suited our fancy. You know, I thought so. Yeah, like um, it, it had. Did you know the um, Captain America not dying was actually a what if comic as well? Really? Yeah, because it it originally had Cap and Bucky both dying. It's okay. I tell you, I accidentally from the comic book shop. The one time I went, I picked up a what if, and it was the finale. It was a what if story. What if then? What if? Peter became Venom instead of Eddie. And it... Dude, I picked up the last issue without realizing it was the finale, and dude, let me tell you, that was a shit show. Dude, at least you didn't get the what if you were Spider-Man. If I was Spider-Man? Yeah. Dude, that'd be dope. Um, you'd be dead, because you're not Peter Parker. Oh, you mean to tell me I'd die from the spider bite? I, I shit you not, my good sir. That was it. Like, they had it in a big What If series. One of them was, what if you were Spider-Man? And it was just a tombstone with you written on it. Y-O-U. <laughs> just one panel. You. What if... I got you one better, another Spider-Man one. What if Spider-Man was bitten by a sheep instead of a spider? Did you say a sheep? You fucking hurt me. No. Uh, if you could kindly Google that, and I will wait for your your reaction. I think we all need to hear it. What? What if spider? I would like to just formally say this is burned in the corneas, my corneas, and I cannot unsee what I I saw when I, on this one panel arc. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got sheep, boy. <laughs> so it's um, the suit is wool. I want, I want, I want that. I want that. Tufts around the shoulders and like hips and the neck and the arms and legs are this bluish black and he's in a field surrounded by sheep eating grass and Peter Parker has his face uncovered and he's munching on grass and the grass is sticking out of his face. The greatest villain, the wolf. Like, this is, this is a real thing, Devin. I want this. I know you do. I want this now. Thank you. I'm going to find this. You know this now. I hope you do. 
I'm gonna find. I'm putting this in my collection arc now. I'm gonna go up to both shops and be like, "I want this. Can you find this?" Listen, that that was a real thing that came out in the. But we need to get back to what if, okay? Because there's um, episodes are in our All right, yeah, let's get back to. I want this now. That's the next what if episode I want. I want the amazing sheep boy. Um, but what if starts out so you can cap Captain Parker which there are several things that this like small little details it was like they weren't both standing like they, they, he was in the box with them things didn't add up I'm I guess I get they had to move some things around to it that was just so crazy judgment of this like no that things were lined up this way my OCD is acting up you know it's like when somebody moves something I'm not gonna sleep for a week because I, can, I don't know what's been moved I think that I think this first episode was just a I think it was um I, I, I kind of agree with you but I think it was like a good wait are we still talking about Chief Boy no Okay. This first episode was like set in the ground, groundwork. Like, oh yeah, okay, here we go. And then you jumped to like episode four, and you got the hentai snap, uh, bin swallowed me down the side of me into the. Bro. Um, okay, we'll get to that episode in a second. Or I'm about to say that episode to me. That I was like a good episode. Idea. I like the idea of her just being yeeted through a portal. Oh yeah, in the first episode she said, I gotta go. And she's got that sword and she... Okay, so back on the topic of World War II, there was a British guy who was like, fuck your guns. And then, do you know what he went into battle with? A sword. Not just that. A sword and bow and arrow. Did he win? Well, he came back alive, so I guess so, Devin. Good, he won. That's all that matters. Yeah, but um, it kind of it I, reminded me of that. But I, I, I felt like her sacrifice was more justifiable than uh, Steve's because it was more collateral than I've got to, I've got to do this. There's no other way, um, because we, we we don't know if there was any other way. Um, there could have been. We, you don't really know till you try. It's one of those things. I'm not gonna lie. I laughed when the Red Skull got just swung out the window by the octopus. So there's like this Marvel creature that like sidekick and took over the Marvel universe and like a oh, like a just a weekend. Um, and I thought it was gonna be it, but then it didn't like start psychically controlling Red Skull and I was like okay I guess this is not it where's it we just got Tommy Ray's hentai monster up in here uh, no bro I was like an octopus I thought that was random I was like why oh, well, he was like an Eltric beast instead of okay so originally like Captain America's fought Thor because the, the Nazis summoned Thor 
um, it was a huge thing. Um, but um, I think in this version, they summon an Eldritch demon instead of like Thor or a Norse god, you know? Yeah. I, that's what I got from it. I was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. We got Cthulhu official in here. Um, and then I thought her like leaping through time was much more justifiable. Like, I, I would, I, this made me want to watch like a whole new like Avenger series where you got the, the Hydra Stomper like 2.0 going off. And then you got. Well, they said, I think Kevin Foggy even said that they were making spinoff shows of the What If, if the What If did well. I think you could do one for that one for sure. Yeah. Um, then you then you got What If, episode two. Apparently, a lot of people like this one. Uh, yeah. What if Zala became Star-Lord? And- I didn't like it. Yeah. I, well, I, I take that back. It was all, I know we talked about this. That episode was just weird. What, what made... I, this is one of the stupid I realize I, I didn't like this for stupid reasons my my thought process what what's going on in Wakanda then and I, I realized I've got this whole big story here but my thought what's going on with with Wakanda and then they get back to Wakanda and it was like oh kind of kind of ruined it I was like I was imagining Killmonger's back up in this bitch um Shuri's running some some shit uh nope. everything's fine Instead of the White Wolf, you got Killmonger doing the White Wolf. You got all that jazz. I thought that was going to happen in Disney. Um, like in a spinoff of that. But I will say, I think Tajala brought out the better in people. Yeah. And I think that highlighted his character. But he, this is something I didn't like about it. So... I realized they split T'Challa's character from the comics into Shiri and T'Challa in, in the MCU. I realized that because they're, they're one character in the comics, but in this, um, they're split. So he's more the charismatic side, which I, I understand. I get that. But I was more curious and, okay, so he had all that training in Wakanda. He doesn't have that here. How, how is it varying? How, how does he have the same skills, though? I thought they all had panther. I thought because of that bloodline, they all had the panther spirit. Um, you get infused with it with the uh, the root, though. Oh, but he never took the root. Yeah, like, those were the small questions I was having. I was just like, I know this is stupid to get hung up on, like, small de- details, and I could really enjoy this, but... My, my ADHD brain is like going in overdrive trying to figure out plot points around those. Um, but I, I do like this, the fact that he's Star-Lord and he's humble about it. And he, he does deserve, I do believe he deserves the title more than Peter Quill because he, he earned it. Because um, he was, he, he, he did a full on Robin Hood and was much less self-centered. I just found it weird. Everybody's like, oh my god, Star-Lord, you're the best, blah, blah, blah. And then Thanos is on his team. I'm like, what? He literally talked... Okay, this is what happens when you have charisma maxed out. Like, charisma 100. You you literally talk down the big bad evil guy, and he ends up on your team as a playable character. Um, <laughs> okay, we're, we're going to fly through this because we got a pretty long episode. What is yeah. episode 3? 
I hated it. No, wait. I take that back. That's the um, that's the Avenger one, right? Yeah, no. This one's my favorite. I liked the idea, but I liked and hated the villain. It was uh, Yellow Jacket as um, Hank, Hank Pym. I liked it. I was, bro. I was literally trying to figure out who it is. I'm like, bro, something's not right. Thank you. He's a very common actor in Hank Pym in this. And he highlights a lot of the toxic traits. Not just in the comics, but in the MCU as well. That would kind of get brushed under the rug. Um, but it made perfect sense. And I love the idea of... I wanted to be an adventure, okay? Like the way I think see him like taking the place of Thor. I did too, and then he's like the ruler of I was just like, oh I mean I look half money you okay. But you know what bothered me is I'm surprised Hank Pym killed Black Widow. I was like, that's not right. Well, that wasn't that right. I just don't. I just think Black Widow could kill Hank Pym. You don't what? I think I think Black Widow could kill Hank Pym. Like I don't think she should have died. Well, that was the point. He was so small that no one was noticing. True. That's like the one. That's like the way he accused Hawkeye. I was like, bro, Hawkeye shot on purpose. And I'm like, wait a minute. No. But, like, the whole thing with Hawkeye is he never misses. Like, he's that dedicated. Like, I, I will say, I, you know, I'm going to save it for Avengers um, when we get to it. Um, but episode four, we need to start wrapping up. All right. Um, Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands. I thought that episode, I actually enjoyed this episode. I did too, but it made me realize how fucked up this character is, and it kind of it it made me realize he hasn't had character development. Okay, he just shoved it in my face. Like I, I was like, oh, maybe he's had character development. There's a lot of stuff off screen that we don't know, and then you got the whole like Spider-Man Far From Home clip, and I was like, okay, I'm helping his case there, and then you got this. And I was just like, fuck. This man hasn't grown up since he was five. Like, uh, if I'm not mistaken, him in the comics is a lot more mature. Like, he's grown into his title. Yeah, and here, I just feel, in here, he's just like, oh, I lost my loved one. I'm bringing her back. Um, but- Which is all good and all, but then you had the ancient one just split him in half. I will say, like, my rank what what would you rank these in order of, as how you like them um I actually enjoyed episode three episode three is my number one okay because I enjoyed the mystery in that one episode one's my second four is my third and the second episode I just I, I don't like it See, my Chad order, Bum- my, my order is one uh three um four two um I feel like those small little plot points were getting me hung up. Like, 
because you know but the reason I would put I, I do want to put two higher and I, I imagine it's going to move up higher as we go down like further on like in this tier because it's not a horrible episode at all even though we both rated, rated it but it's not it's just weird the reason I know why three is rated so high is because it's not made like an MCU it's made like one of the one-offs uh, animated movies for the MCU. Yeah, that's what we had talked. That's how I felt too. I was like, I feel like this could have been its own movie. Like, uh, it felt like Marvel's Ultimates. Um, it felt like... Uh, oh, I have those movies on DVD. Did you ever get those on DVD? Not on DVD. But it, it felt like one of those where it, it fit into like an animated movie. But... With, with the characters, but it wasn't strong arming you into this universe. It was like, oh, Avengers are assembling. It was like that, but they're a bit fucked up um, because they're dying, and it wasn't bad. Um, no, see that one made me curious on who he, they would recruit because you know he called Captain Marvel and he's starting to get Captain America out of the ice. I you will know. say one, two, and three. I would love to see spinoff series of four. I don't care for it. Um, a spinoff series. I think it's good as it is. Oh, you know what I thought was cool? He was the only one to see the Watcher. Yeah, because he got to the point where everything was dead. And he's like, "Bro, help me!" And the Watcher's like, "Nah." All right, Devin. Um, I think that's the end for right now. Um, let's recap. We both rated it, uh, Captain America: The First Avenger, nine point five, getting it. Um, how much? Uh, a 19 out of 20. Yep, and then next Sunday's movie is Hocus Pocus. <laughs> Virgin. Um, so what would you like your last words to be on this episode? Uh, America. <laughs>